welcome to another episode of the AbilityNet podcast. Disability, technology, inclusion. I'm your host, Freya Robinson, Marketing Assistant at AbilityNet, a pioneering UK charity with a mission to create a digital world accessible to all. You can download a transcript of this session from the AbilityNet website at www.abilitynet.org.uk forward slash podcast. So sit back, grab your favourite drink and let's get started. Welcome everybody to the AbilityNet podcast. I'm delighted today to be joined by Emma Spring, who is co-founder and trustee of Bank the Food. So welcome, Emma. It's great to have you here today. Thanks for your time. Really appreciate it. Lovely. So um, we're going to kick off just a little bit of an icebreaker question that we like to do on the AbilityNet podcast. So what have you chosen today as your hot or cold beverage? Uh, um, Both, actually. I've got a strong black coffee to get me through and also water. I always need water at my desk with me. Excellent. I am the exact same today, actually. Strong white coffee and a good lot of water. (laughs) Brilliant. So to start, can you just uh, introduce yourself and tell the listeners a little bit about Bank My Food and the work that you do? Yeah, sure. So I'm Emma Spring and I'm the Uh, one of the trustees of the charity Bank the Food and also the co-founder. We've only, we're a a small charity and we've only been running for a couple of years. So my career prior to that was as a teacher. I worked in the education field. I was a primary school teacher and worked as as an advisor as well for the local, for a local authority. Um, And Bank the Food is a charity that we started a couple of years ago. Um, Seeing the need, and I'm sure I'll explain more later on in the podcast, but seeing the need that food banks have, really struggling to get their their needs out to the donors to ask exactly what they need because their needs change all the time. So Bank the Food um, was born on the back of that. We've got a lovely story about how it all started. Um, And I was really passionate about helping because I've seen how food poverty can really affect children in the classroom and their life chances and their learning and really wanted to help and make a difference. So that's me. Brilliant. No, it's great to hear sort of your journey into it as well and the different backgrounds everyone has working in the charity sector. It's always really interesting. Mm. Great. Thank you. So Emma, Bank the Food were the winners of this year's Tech for Good Community Impact Award. What was it like winning the award and what do you see as the effect of that win? Um, We were firstly, I think, really flattered. I think we've worked really, really hard over the last couple of years to just try and put ourselves out there and and we're so passionate about what we're doing and the fact that other people agree with us and said yeah we, we're championing you and we think this is a great idea um was flattering and humbling and that was and, and also to actually see the field of the other people the other entrants um and the wonderful work that people are doing. So to be amongst that field of such incredible work was flattering for us. I I think that's that's the word that we can use, and humbling. So um, the fact that we were a winner as well um, was just the recognition that we needed to keep us going and to kind of carry us on on that right path. I had so many conversations with people that night at the award ceremony as well, which was brilliant. Um, and lots and lots of people have said, as food banks have that we work with along along the way, that this is just a really good idea. And we've always thought it's a really good idea. But for, for more and more people to say it, it just 
makes such a difference to us and it really kind of keeps spurring us on so it was great it really was wonderful night no it's always lovely to to get that sort of feedback because we love putting them on and um obviously we love being in the room so it's it's lovely to hear that it's that same experience as well and um obviously people may not know but you were part of the winner of winners yes. countdown which was a very tense oh, moment yeah. but great to hear on the night yeah yeah and up against access passport who are doing incredible things so you know they were an absolute worthy winners for the winners of winners and it was great to hear their story as well so um yeah that that was a double topping icing on the cake yeah we were really chuffed to be to be there as well brilliant um so to talk a little bit more about bank bank the food i wonder how uh the need for the platform like bank the food was identified and i suppose related to that how have you seen demand grow or change since bank the food's creation mm. well we we came in it came by it kind of accidentally um we heard about there was a class of children working with South End Food Bank um, and South End Food Bank were communicating to the children that they really struggled to get their needs across, to communicate their daily needs to their donors because their needs change all the time. They might need pasta and nappies one day and then they get an influx of that and then their needs change. It's, it really is a big logistical problem for food banks to get the food to their to their warehouses to move them around in date order and then to get them out into those really crucial food parcels for their for, for the people that that really need their support and so they they sometimes have supermarkets um um sorry notice board supermarkets or they might have a website but actually those needs change all the time so one of the children in the class at south end food bank said well why isn't there an app for that because children love love that don't know they always come up with such brilliant ideas and you know the world is is their oyster and the teacher actually kind of googled tried to find a, a web app an app maker and came across dan who's our other co-founder and he didn't realise that this was a really big problem and actually thought, yeah, this is this is a good idea to be able to help this and put all of his corporate social responsibility into building that app. And apps take a long time and a lot of money, but they he and his team worked on it for a good couple of years um, before COVID, during COVID, um, to just try and get something that would work really, really well for the food bank to really communicate communicate their needs. Um and then it was just an app. It was just there. <laughs> and and Dan and I talked about it. And I said, well, actually, I think this needs to be a charity because then we can get it out there to more people and, and we can it can be free and we can we can see where we can go with this. And so I came on board as the other co-founder of the charity. Um, I think teachers always have so many transferable skills. Um, so actually, it was it was a brilliant new challenge for me. So together we set up the charity we've I volunteer all of my time to run the charity um, so I do the admin work podcasts interviews onboarding of new food banks I do all of that bit um, Dan and his team do all of the tech they run all the servers for the app and you know the tweaking and making it making it work and from there Bank the Food was born and the thing that Bank the Food the, the thing that makes it really special is it it sends notifications for users for when they're at the supermarket because that's the time that you need to have that reminder so many people 
a well-being and they really want to give donations and I'm sure you'll notice that those drop-off locations are at the end of the till after you go through the tills and so you don't actually know what food banks need so you go oh I've got some extra pasta you can have that which is really well-meaning donation but actually some food banks that I've visited have always got so much pasta and they need something else, hygiene products or, I don't know, pasta sauces or, or other things. They've always got so many different needs. So the app sends the notification as you walk into the supermarket reminding you at that exact time. So it really does. And food banks can take um, management of their food bank on the app. They can change their needs as much or as little as they need. They can do it on a daily basis. If it does, they can list all their drop-off locations and they can also see how many users they've got following them. So we have a sort of follow system, a bit like any other social media, um, and they can see how many followers they've got. They can see what donations they've been given at any week. So um, it's working really well. We've got um, over 400 food banks now listed on the app. Um, right the way across the UK. And we've actually made a decision quite early on that it wouldn't just be for food banks. We would let any food poverty organisation that are offering food for free to be able to be listed on the app if they think it's helpful for them. So we've got pet food banks, we've got a baby food bank, we've got community shops, uh, soup kitchens, community cafes, anybody that's working to help with this big crisis that's happening in our country at the moment um, are welcome to come on the app if they think it's going to help them. And it's always going to be free. It's free for food banks and it's also free for donors. So, um, and, and we hope, we well, we know it is making a difference. Food banks are really, I, I say food banks being that generic term for anyone that's that's using it. Um, but they're, they're saying it really is helping a big difference with their logistics and their sourcing needs so we're delighted yeah it's just such a brilliant initiative you know as as you're talking there I was thinking about those drop-off bins that you have at the end of tills and it you know like you say you get to the end and it it is just so helpful to have that push at the beginning when you enter mm. the shop to say mm. this is what we need and then you you have that option to pick it up as you go around and like you say we're there's just that demand isn't there at the moment I you know it's just a, it, a really it, tough it time yeah it is it's is a tough time I mean every time you turn on the news you hear about the cost of living crisis and and struggles for so many people and you know f food banks it is not a stigma it, it any of us can find ourselves in that situation at the moment it might be I don't know a loss of a job or a car breaking down and so many people are struggling at the moment that they find themselves actually we're in trouble we're really going to find it hard to be able to get the weekly shop this week and so food banks are seeing a big big increase in demand at the same time at the cost of living crisis is really hitting them hard as well they've got warehouses to run they've got fuel to put into their vans they've have you know warehouse costs with lighting and etc so their their costs are going up as well and also we um, did a survey back in May um, of all of the food banks that use that use our app just to see how they're finding everything at the moment, how they're finding the app, the cost of living crisis. And 97% um, of the food banks that we surveyed said that they're experiencing a, a, a bit higher demand in their services. And then 92% said they have a real worry about their ability to continue. So... 
what we're asking is, is if you are in the position to support food banks and that's your charitable gift of choice, then download the app. You know, we, we, we're not asking everybody to download it because we absolutely understand that not everybody is in that position to donate. But what we're trying to do is we're trying to have Bank the Food as a, a, a community app, really, because bank, food banks are within every single community at the moment. And people within the community are shopping every day. So to be able to kind of the, the, the app to be kind of a conduit to, to bring the community together is um, a great tool, a really good tech tool to use. Yeah, it's just such a lovely way to put it as well, that it mm. is that community and bringing mm. it in, just just making it, yeah, making it so that food banks are part of the community because as you say, they are. And so yeah. building that space around them yeah it's just just a lovely environment to have absolutely absolutely yeah. and we've got we've got plans in the future to try and do a kind of a young person schools youth type project because the kids are all about the tech to see how they can kind of market bank the bank the food within their communities within their schools their scouts groups etc to their parents to the people that shop um so that's a that's a great idea we've got coming in the future that we hope to really look into um but but yeah, that's it exactly. It's it's the food bank is at the heart of the community, supporting people in the community that really need it. So we we, we like to think that bank the food is a, a little bit of tech to help support that. Yeah, I think definitely it, mm. it is. So um, I wonder we've we've touched on it a little bit, but I wondered if we could touch on what you see as sort of maybe just one or two common misconceptions about food banks and and what you'd say to people that held that idea. I think, um, like I touched on earlier, it's it's a common misconception. Maybe not so much now, but in the past, that you know, there's there's a there's a certain um, certain people that use food banks, and that is not the case at all. We're seeing more teachers, we're seeing more nurses, and we're seeing more more families with um, working families with young children using food banks just because of the cost of living crisis yeah. so it it it's it, it shouldn't be stigmatized it shouldn't be at all it's it's a really really useful tool for people charities volunteer-led a lot of them there's the brilliant work that Trussell Trust do but there's also so many independent food banks as well across the UK that are working my local food bank is run in a village hall with two retired couple that a retired couple that run it they they get the food out they work really really hard to support there's so many new food banks that are popping up on the on the back of covid and the cost of living crisis and everything that's going on at the moment so i think i think the stigma is is the big common misconception um and and that's something that if of course if we could there wouldn't be any food banks Bank the food wouldn't exist. We'd love that. Um, but unfortunately, it does. So we're just trying to help in a problem that is very, very big in the UK at the moment. Yeah, no, I think that's so important to to sort of focus on. And like you say, it's definitely so clear that that demand is growing and people that may not have ever expected to engage with food banks are now, are now doing so. And it's just so important there's that space and acceptance that it is okay to turn to these services for help and that they're there to help people. And, and things like Bank the Food are just going to make that so much more accessible for, to make sure that everything's got the right what it needs. Absolutely. And that and that's what we're hoping. And our, our big struggle has always been just letting people know about 
our app that we're there that that it's free and and people can use it for free and yeah. once people because once people hear about our story and what we're doing and why everyone says oh well of course I'll download the app you know that's what a great idea um so I think that's been our biggest struggle today to just get ourselves out there we we launched a film um uh, over a year ago now and we were really lucky to have Jay Lysett um, voiced it for us and we used um, a, a brilliant other charity called Help Film that makes films for charities for free um, and we we combined it together they did a wonderful animation for us and Jay Lysett launched it um, on his birthday and and so that got some really good recognition and we got more and more users um, on the back of that and we're now uh, I'm just written down the stat from this morning i just looked at the stats before we came on um 41,000 users on the app so we're growing really nicely and the app also has the opportunity for people to tick what they've donated to their local food bank so their local food bank can see exactly what they've donated we know that a lot of people don't um and we're urging users if they do if they do use the app to to tick it because then that really helps food banks with their their logistics and and moving food around and just we're over 301,000 donations so we're we're hoping to get to half a million soon and that's only the donations that people have ticked on the app so more that we we don't even know about so it's working really really well well, it's brilliant to hear some of those numbers and mm. I think I um I actually was aware of Bank the Food before the sort of the application came across us because of the Joe Lysa I remember seeing it oh, um, and then it popped up and it rang a bell and so I was looking more into it um but yeah it's great that, that you're getting those names to to help get it out there like you say it's so important that that awareness is out there and that people are using it absolutely and we're we're there's so many needy charities out there and and we're only tiny but we've got such a huge reach and it's such a simple concept that i'm hoping more and more people will see it we're we're now starting to look at a little bit more funding um it'd be nice to have an admin person to help me um but we're a little bit more funding we want to make the tech better we know that there's lots more that we can do um to make it better to improve the functionality of it we'd like to maybe include some online shopping options where we can we've got lots and lots of ideas about how we can make it better um i had a um we'd like to be able to look at different individual requirements of our users as well i had a great call with a um, partially sighted user recently and he was talking to me about different ways that we can we can change the app to help support partially sighted people so that was brilliant um but all of that comes with more money unfortunately and time and so we're quite stretched but we have got really really bold ambitions and that's what we're working at at the moment that's what we're looking at we're looking at um being able to grow really and and get ourselves out there even more yeah, that's just it's brilliant. Yeah, and the, to hear the the sort of future plans, like you say, it does unfortunately require that that input um, of funds, but yes, uh, yes. the plans just sound brilliant. And yeah, improving the accessibility of apps is, is something we're always passionate about. So it's great Absolutely. to hear that that's, that's in the works as well. Definitely, yeah, definitely. Wonderful. Yeah, we've got we've got we've got bold plans, and we've always had very very big ambitions about what we're going to do and the fact that in the two short years we've been running we've grown that well that that big and we've we've got our amazing award we've had some other recognitions as well so we we're absolutely delighted with that and and we just want to keep on going because we know 
that the app is making a difference to people. Yeah. And just on that, you know, we've we've definitely heard some amazing bits about the impact that Bank the Food has had already um, throughout this conversation. But I wondered if uh, you could just touch um, again on the impact that you've seen of Bank the Food's work and just how it's helping in that space. Yeah, I think I think I, I don't actually I rarely speak to actually food bank users, um, but I speak to the food banks and the impact for them is phenomenal because it helps them manage it helps them and and they have they have food food coming in from all different sources they have to manage all their different supermarkets um they also have money coming in where they buy food so they've got they've got lots of different ways to be able to source the food that they need to then go out to help with the people that really really need it so being able to open a screen and just say ah you know that i've got i've got this amount of food coming in that will really help in the warehouse and some food banks have lots and lots of different warehouses and also bearing in mind all the food has to be stacked in date order um, and rotated, just like any shop. They, every every food has to be checked. It has to be written on the date, so it's really easy to see when the pickers come in and make those food parcels. Also, they have food parcels for so many different needs. It might be a family of five will need something in their food parcel, which is very different to a single person that might not even have a cooker and only cooks on a microwave. And so food banks work is hard enough they work tirelessly tirelessly and with many many volunteers um so logistically it is a big job for them so the impact of the app is just one less thing to think about because their job is so big anyway so the fact that you know we've we've given them a tool that can really really help we've had some great talks with the trussell trust we have many trussell trust food banks using us um and 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 they're really they're really supporting us with our work as well, um, and lots of different organisations that use us are really championing us because they're seeing the difference it makes. So so we're delighted with that. Amazing! It's it's just so clear that the service is sort of a needed and and b just making a huge difference to everybody involved. Yeah, it's sad that it's needed. Them. Like I've said, yeah. ideally in a world we wouldn't have food banks, but we do. So yeah. this is our this is our little give to be able to help where we can. Yeah, definitely. Emma, we're reaching the end of this conversation, which has just been such such a joy. Um, and I wanted to end on how people can support and find out more about Bank the Food. How can they find you? How can they interact? Oh, brilliant. Well, our website is bankthefood.org. Um, what we're asking people to do is if if they do support their local food bank, just download the app, have a little play with it. You can put your postcode in, follow your local food bank, or you can follow more than one food bank um, and just see what their needs are. That that will help. If you send, turn on the notifications, you'll get alerts when you arrive at the at the donation points. You don't have to have the alerts if you don't want. That's You can just see the shopping list. So it's entirely up to you. Um, we'd ask people that if they're local food bank, they know of a local food bank that isn't listed on the app to just tell them about it. If they've got a relationship with them, that would be really, really great because we're trying to reach the food banks from our little office in Essex. But to be able to get out to more would be amazing. And we're more than happy to talk to anyone that wants to use the app if they think it's going to be useful to them. Um, And have a look on the website and follow us on our socials. We've got a Facebook, we're Bank the Food. On X, we're Bank the Food. And on, oh no, sorry, on X, we're Bank the Food UK. And on Insta, we're just Bank the Food. So we'd really appreciate everyone's support. 
Brilliant. And we'll be sure to include links in descriptions and, and things that go out so people can find you and, and get involved. Wonderful. Brilliant. Well, thank you, Freya. It's really great to chat to you. No, thank you so much for coming to talk to me. It's been absolutely brilliant. And yeah, it's just been so lovely to hear more about Bank the Food and the important work that you do. And thanks for all the work that you're doing. And also, once again, for that award, we were delighted with it. Amazing. Thank you so much, Emma, for coming to talk to me about Bank the Food. Hi, my name is Rob McLean. I'm the Digital Inclusion Programme Officer for AbilityNet in partnership with BT. So I'm reaching out today to ask for your help in contacting organisations, clubs and charities that would benefit from our free service. We want to find older people that need our help on how to use their phones, laptops, access digital appointments, pay for parking or video call their family the things that most of us take for granted every day, but our older generation, our parents and grandparents, feel they need our help with. So how can I encourage my older relatives to learn how to use their phones more effectively? Where can I direct my elderly client to get support with using tech? How do I get help setting my laptop up to a printer? If any of these questions are on your mind or that of someone that you know, AbilityNet can help. As part of AbilityNet's partnership with telecommunications company BT Group, we're delighted to offer the opportunity for individuals and groups in a range of areas across the UK to take part in free workshops to improve the digital skills of older and digitally excluded people. Sessions are now available in Glasgow, Edinburgh, Birmingham, Manchester and London. If you're an individual aged 65 years old or over, and could benefit from informal training to help use your computer or phone more effectively, or if you work with older people in an organisation or charity in those regions with clients who could benefit from digital skills training, apply now for our free training workshops at www.abilitynet.org.uk forward slash BT Digital Skills. Or call us free on 0800 048 7642.